Hey, guys, I was at this important, uh, uh, expensive Hollywood function last night, and um, I overheard someone say that beauty is in the eye of the beholder, and it made me think of you nerds. Uh, not because uh, of your beauty, uh, but it's because I need you dipshits to watch uh, TNG's Eye of the Beholder. Uh, watch it. Uh, give me some uh, votes and some medals and some jokes and record me an episode. Uh, I shouldn't have to tell you guys this shit. I... I wish that you would just do it. Alright, later. Unplanned Trick. I'm Andrew. <laughs> and I'm Isaac. And this is the show where we watch a random episode of Star Trek from any of the franchises and we give them we give out awards. That's right. So we've got a list of about nine hundred episodes long and we basically say, Hey Google, pick a number between one and nine hundred. And if we haven't done an episode of it yet, we do it now. Is that how we do it? That's how I do it. And oh. you come along for the rubber dog. I send you a text and say, Hey Andrew, we're gonna watch TNG's Eye of the Beholder this week. That's all I do. Yeah, yeah. and I and just like, all right, mate. And, yeah. and sometimes I watch it. Yeah. And sometimes I don't watch yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> like this week I didn't watch it. You did or you didn't? No. No. Of course. But I you didn't. have watched it. Yeah. 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 I watched it when it was on television. Like in nineteen sixty two. Fuck off. <laughs> Shut up, young person. There's not many there's not many threads I can pull. I but that's one of them. Literally yeah. Now, this Wednesday from more like 1994. Wednesday night, yeah. 10.30. Channel 9? Channel 9, yeah. yep. Yeah. And do you know that Next, Star Trek Next Gen was originally on at like 8.30? Right. And then like <laughs> after about six episodes, they were like, fuck this, this is going to 10.30. Mm. Yeah. They did the same with Voyager. I remember that was like an 8.30 Sunday night. Yep, they did and the same with... um 11pm on a Monday. Stargate, yeah. Farscape... Any, All this, any sci-fi was, like, just banished. But to... they would show Under Siege 2 every week. And The Fugitive. Mm. It was on all the time. The Fugitive. I've, all, I've seen The Fugitive so many times. The TV series. No, the, the movie. Oh, the movie. The one with Indiana Jones. Yeah. yeah. We've got every outhouse, doghouse, floghouse. Line of the episode. Yeah. Best line of the episode. The fugitive's name yeah. is Dr. Richard Kimball. And like, as if the people searching for him care about what his name is. Well, he might be that dumb, but Richard. Oh, oh hello. It's me. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that was a very weird bit. But yeah. anyway, Tommy Lee Jones. Props. Yeah. And he listens to this show. Of Hi, course Tommy. he, to, Tommy, yeah. Tommy's yeah. a big fan of does the show. Does he go by Tommy or Tommy Lee? What does he prefer? Um, no. He'll tell TL. <laughs> to me. Yeah. yeah, when I'm texting him. TLJ. Yeah, TLJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah when I'm texting him. Yeah. yeah. You don't text him. No, no. Well, I do. He doesn't text he you. He doesn't text me back. No. <laughs> he fucking hates you. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, he, he raises some good points, you know. Yeah. Raises, anyway. He raises my points. So, I the Beholder this week. This is an episode very late mm. in TNG. This is one of those season mm. seven ones. Yes. And season seven's a bit <clears> up and down, <throat> I must admit. It's not, as, it's not at the high it's, points of five. It's Five kind of theory. the thing about season seven is it's a bit like they're trying to like ro- sort of roll up everything 
except they're not sure whether they should roll up everything. And it's, it's yeah, and this one does plant a few seeds for the final episode, of course. Yeah, well, it well it plants a few seeds because this is a bit of a um, Wharf and Troy. Yes, that, that's the seed they planted. Oh, yeah, is it yeah, right? Yeah, okay, yeah. which pays off in the very final episode. So, give us a summary. What do you reckon happens in this episode? Okay, so there's a an ensign that we've never met before that um, dies for some reason in the in the, like it wasn't the warp core, but it was some nacelle junction or something. Nacelle um, related. Um, they've, they've, nacelle adjacent. Yes, yes, nacelle adjacent. <laughs> they write it off as suicide. Um, Troy decides to do Wolf's jobs and investigates why. Mm. And um, through all that, she starts having a bit of a... Um, having panic attacks and, and seeing visions that she hasn't seen before. A bit of an issues. Yeah. And um, from that, we establish that something happened before the Enterprise launched out from... Um, Utopia Planitia. No. And, um, was that when the saucer was connected? Ah, that might be how it was connected. Ah, yeah. okay. And um, then we we answer the question, solve the episode, and move on to um, Baronian 2, I think they were heading to. Baronian? Mm, tell me like that. I, I like that, Baronian. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's like a suburb, it's sort of north it's of Hobart. It's yours, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Now, well, that's my interpretation of the episode. Okay, so... The proper interpretation of the episode is Troy gets spooked by some shit that happened on a ship way before she was even there, and we have to watch it for 46 minutes. That's a shorter version than mine, more succinct. Yeah. 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 So in that case, let's give some awards out. Excellent. Sounds good. Captain Jean-Luc Picard Medal. So we start with the Picard Medal, and this one is awarded to the three best, most important, or inspirational characters of the episode, just like JLP himself. Oh. This week, Andrew's put on the, the, the glasses to look at the positive positives of this I episode. Have, I, have, I haven't actually put on my glasses. So oh, they're... they're well, what, I can't see shit. Yeah, metaphorical glasses. Yeah, they're over there. I noticed them before. Yeah, yeah. No, they're over there. Okay, so... Um, one vote, random ensign who drives the transporter. Okay. Did we see transporter action this week? I don't know if we did. Okay. But I just love the fact that there's some dude that has to drive the transporter. Just there waiting. And they're like, um, if they're famous, mm. like, why was... Yeah, she. That's true. Yes, Lois Lane. Yep. Yeah, but also, why was Scotty so famous for beaming people up and down? It wasn't his job. I know. That's that's Kyle's job. Yeah, correct. But Ensign Kyle. Kyle, yes. Yeah, yeah. In disco. Yeah. But also, like the fact. No, no, Stranger Worlds. Oh. S and W. Yeah. So, but the but the point is that like it was never Scotty's job. Hmm. He's meant to be driving the engine. Like, if the guy driving the engine is spending half of his time... Job sharing. Like, um, getting people off and on the ship, I'd be like, sorry, we have to work this out. This is a bit of a problem. Mm -hmm. Anyway, the point being, I want to give one vote to whoever was driving the transporter. Okay. So we're going to give it to unknown... Unknown transporter chief. Yes. Unknown NTC. Yeah. Okay. Two votes, Wharf. Mm. Hmm. Now... 
Why do you reckon I'd be giving two votes to Wolf? Can I read you what I had for Wolf? Oh, you've got something. Yeah. Stayed out of the biggest security episode ever. Yes. (laughs) Did a scan and found no anomalies. Mm. And um, he he mentioned once that he'd seen visions in fire. So, okay, that's nice. He also somehow solved it. Yeah, all right. Okay, so, look, everybody, that's great. And Isaac is fantastic at doing research and shit. But um, I was giving him two votes because he never sat down. For seven years. Yeah. And I just just feel like we need to actually, like, acknowledge that. Did he sit down in DS9 at all? I can't remember his spot on DS9. No, what was his spot? Yeah. That's a good point. Did anyone have a spot except for Cisco in his baseball room? Actually, no one had a spot. Oh, Odo had a spot. He had a bucket. He had a bucket. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And then there was one time someone chucked a bucket at someone, and that was quite funny. Yeah. Okay. So. So never had a spot. Anyway, what's what episode are we talking about? Uh, this is Eye of the Beholder. Right. What happened? Uh, <laughs> rewind back, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Unplanned Trek. Welcome to Unplanned Trek. This is the episode I have the behold. This is great. Troy just tries to solve a issue of murder that may have happened before mm. the the Enterprise launched. Okay, so three votes, Troy. Right for for doing Wolf's job, but also for doing like how come she didn't do it before then? So. It was kind of like she sensed an, the spot where someone... No, so at the start of this episode... Spot. Dan... Yes, you mean yeah. Data's cat? Yes, I do. Right. Dan kills himself. She's investigating that, but they open a hatch and find, like, some body residue there. Mm. Yeah, um, so that made them... I realise I'm just giving her three votes for being For being the dumb. lead character. No, no, for being the lead character in the show. That oh. happens sometimes in this... It does. Yeah. It does. I mean, she was the lead character. Yeah. And, and, no, and my point is that she actually got to be Betazoid. Mm. Like, they suddenly, one day, the writers just woke up and went, oh, hang on, we've got an empath on the bridge. Yeah. Why don't we write an episode about that? <laughs> what a surprise. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's my three votes. Excellent. The Keiko O'Brien Medal. And you know what? If we have a JLP, we have to have a KOB, don't we? That's right. So Keiko O'Brien Medal is awarded to the opposite of the Picard Medal. Three characters that prevented the plot, distracted us, annoyed us, irritated us. Or just didn't, you know, wear their pants the wrong way. Yeah. We, we, we have a very low bar. We, we, we have a really low... We don't even have a bar. There's no bar. There's no bar. And I'm going to upset some long-term friends of our show with this first vote. Ooh, okay. Dr. Beverly Crusher. Oh! Yes, all you Bevheads out there... Oh, no! the positiveness of Beverly Crusher. I'm here to bring you some truth here. Oh, geez, you're in trouble. 
I've got so all these visions that were happening with um, with Troy were t- were believed to be at, like em- empathic echoes, mm. right? Yep. Not to, not to crush her. She suspected ghosts. Now she might not have said it out loud, right? Yeah. This is only a few weeks after Ronan, right? But this is her f- the first thought she's going to go for is ghosts. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And candles. Yeah. So I've got. She might not have said it. But I could tell by the way she was asking questions that she was thinking this is... Sex candle. Yeah, exactly. Was there a sex candle? No. Exactly, yeah. Sex candle. It was, uh, you know, oh. all the silocene that got mentioned throughout this episode. The silocene. Yeah. Okay. It's like the Tasmanian tiger, the thylacine. The, right, it's sex candle. Yes, yeah. So mm. she gets one vote for suspecting ghosts <laughs> and bringing up ghosts all the time. Hey, just a, can I have a point yeah, of order? You can, you can. How come I have a beanbag but you're on a kitchen chair? I think it's about our hierarchy. Oh, right. Yeah. So I'm a legend and you're an idiot. Yeah, well, that's one interpretation. Yeah. Because <laughs> I tell you what, folks, I'm literally on a beanbag and how everyone knows how good is it when you're on a beanbag? It is sometimes hard to find the perfect spot, and you sometimes have to give up that perfect spot if you have to get get up and do something. It's not going to be the same when you sit back down. It's a risk. You're on a kitchen chair, dude. That's not a risk. No, I'm not. Also, not in the kitchen. You know, two votes go to Data. Really? Yeah, I'm hurting everyone today. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking everyone with me. Tell me about Data. Data could have been really useful in this episode and investigation. He stayed out of it. Um. Do you ever he wonder about? Do you ever wonder about? When Data is using the computer on the Enterprise, that's like a computer using another computer. That's right. It's like, why would you even bother? Yeah. And then sometimes he uses a computer to generate a holodeck environment. For a computer. Yeah, exactly. I know. I know. He does that too. He likes the holiday. Yeah, but, well, well, we know that. Yeah. That's because he's got a he's got a he's got a Betty on holodeck. Now, I'm going to give three votes to Riker for a real specific moment. What so, did he do? Um, Troy kind of has a panic attack, blanks out and wakes up in sickbay. Yes. When she wakes up, he is so fucking close to her. Like, Oh, yeah. Like, too close. Mm. Yeah, like, really, really close. Tight shot. in hospital and gone through a mental experience, give him a little bit of room, mate. Bit of space? Yeah, give him some space, mm. both, both physically... And mentally, she should have. She should have said, "No." Yeah, exactly. You don't stand right in their grill, going, "What happened?" No, I just didn't like it. Mm. I didn't like it at all. I thought, "Get out of it." You think he was not being very empathic? I thought he was kind of being alpha male and trying to. Maybe he said, "Hang on, Riker was being alpha male." Oh my goodness! Well, in this episode, is when Worf, you know, basically goes, you know. Maybe I should ask you permission if I want to date someone, and in a really awkward position. And that was like, are you actually asking about someone specific? Mm. And he's like, "No, I'm not." But we all knew. Oh, of course yeah. I did. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. Anyway, he gets the three this week. It's a three, three for the KOB. The two Vix medal. Everybody who's ever watched. Star Trek understands the dilemma of Tuvix. Mm. Do we separate Tuvix? Do we kill Tuvix? No! 
do we do anything do we two with two Vicks? Yeah. I'm not really sure where I was going with any of that. Amazing introduction, mate. Thank yeah, you very that's much. good. So you, you yeah. to take over? Yeah, I think yeah. you probably should. So the two Vicks medal, guys, is awarded to anyone that dies in the episode. It doesn't matter how. It doesn't have to be heroic. It no. just has to happen. And because it's Star Trek, multiple people can get points of, in, in, in the two Vicks medal. Of course they can. Because everyone comes back. Yeah. So Today? this week... At the start of the well, episode, it didn't. was Dan that died. He's the one that jumped into the whatever it was. And yes, he yeah. committed, he popped himself off. Mm. Yeah, which is sort of glossed over a bit. We didn't focus much on Dan. In no. fact, he might have got a Picard medal, if it was for me, for keeping out of the episode. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, Marla Finn died in this episode too. Who? She was one of the people that was kissing in the cupboard that Troy saw in a vision. Oh, yes. Yeah, she died. It was her remains, I think, that were found in the bulkhead. Don't kiss in the cupboard. Hmm. That's that's my. That's right. That's my advice. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Life sucks. Wear a helmet. Don't kiss in the cupboard. He's giving you this stuff for free, guys. I know. This is like. Yeah. Yeah. Wolf died. Wolf died. Yep. Oh yeah, he kind of <laughs> did, didn't he? He did die. He absolutely. Yes, did. but but, but it was a yeah, but it was not a. It was a different... That was all in a dream. In a dream, yeah. It was Dallas. It was the entire seventh season of (laughs) Dallas or whatever, yeah. And Pierce died, the guy that was actually... Pierce? Yeah. Pierce off. Walter Pierce. Pierce off, Jack. Can you talk about my son? (laughs) We're talking about one of our friends from Let's Talk About Trek. Pierce. (laughs) Um, Not Pierce. (laughs) Okay, Pierce off. Thank you, mate. Yeah, so he died, but he also was really boring in the episode when they spoke to him. And TNG did this more than other episodes. If they got a guest ensign for an episode, like everyone's like talking their normal way, and the ensign would come in and be like, yes, Commander, I will press the button. Mm. The the only exception is that ensign at the early... Sonia Gomez. Sonia Gomez. Did I get it? That's the one. Yes. Wow. He gave me nothing and I got it. Sonia Gomez was set up as a main character and then just, we never saw her again. Unless we watched Total Recall. Oh, and she's back. That's where we saw her. So and of good. course, he's Captain Gomez now, thanks to Lower Decks. Mm. But yeah, so four people died this week, so the Tuvix medal gets a bit of a shake-up oh, this it's a week. Bit of a, it's a big Tuvix. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I'll go with that. Excellent. Dogs wag tails. Cats don't like to be seen This one's for Grudge Cause she is our queen So guys, the Grudge Medal is for any animals or pets that we see in this episode And to be honest, when I watched this, I didn't notice any So I don't know why I'm doing the introduction Andrew, what's going on? Well, see, this is the best bit about Next Gen Yeah Is that if you don't have a Grudge Medal Mm -hmm. You just have a go-to and the go-to is Picard's fish in the fish tank. It was in it. They were yeah. in the ready room. Yeah, but I like, remember seeing it now. And the thing, yeah. the thing is, like... Jellicoe didn't like that thing. No. Get that fish out. No, he didn't like that. No. But the thing is, why? Like, at no point in the show do we ever establish that Picard likes fish. Mm. Or crustaceans. Or anything. I assumed it was Zoidberg from Futurama. Did you? Yeah, that's where my head came go. Right, okay, that's weird. Is it? Yeah. For, for us, that's weird. You're weird. I'm weird? Oh, yeah. Wow. I'm perfectly fucking normal, dude. 
your normal. Yeah. Wow. What's so, this button say? No. Don't touch my button. Don't touch the button. It's, okay. Anyway, the point being <laughs> that, like, Picard's got a fish tank in his office. It's like, why? Hmm. Yeah. Why, yeah. like, why did he go? He's got a book that's open the whole time too, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, oh, yeah, he's got that, yeah. But, well, but, the, but he reads books. Shakespeare, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah. But he reads books, but that makes more sense. The but, fish yeah. tank makes no sense. Yeah, okay. Like, if, if I'm on a starship, okay, so firstly, if I'm on a starship, mm-hmm. right, my ready room's going to have a beanbag like this and it's going to have, I'm going to be in tracky dacks and it's going to be cool. Yeah, and on the hat. Yeah, true. Right. Anyway, his ready room sucks because it looks like an office. It looks like, look like an office, doesn't it? It looks like someone's bloody, you know, he, 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 he looks like an accountant. He, yeah, it's boring, When you go and get it? your tax done, that's the room you go to. And they probably have a fish tank too to show how Ooh, wacky cooler. they yeah, are. Well, yeah, I'm a wacky accountant. Uh, I'm a wacky accountant, yeah. Hi no. to all the wacky accountants who are listening. Yeah, it's like, sorry. Yeah. yeah, that's okay. That's inappropriate. But the point being that um, that I don't know what the point is. Really good segment, mate. You nailed it. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> <laughs> good God. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it again. Wharf, what is it good for? Absolutely not nothing. Um, the Wharf medal is all about fighting. Mm. And the thing is, a good episode of Star Trek has a good bit of fighting. It has multiple fights, doesn't it? Well, we hope so. We want to fight every five minutes. So what are you giving it to this week? I did watch this closely with the fights in mind, and there were. Did you? Did you I've take notes? Identified five fights this week. F- five oh, fights. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Five in, fish. In... <laughs> fish. Today's fish is trout a la creme. Enjoy your meal. I will. I will. <laughs> uh, that's a deep cut. Yeah. Yeah. And if Danny John Jules wants to come on the show at any time, yeah. he totally can. And if you think we should put Red Dwarf episodes on our list, let us know too. Please do. Five. We've only, we've only got enough material for the next eighteen years. Of, yeah, of I know. We're going to run out. Of, we're going to yeah. run out eventually. Yeah, we will. Yeah. Well, no, because they're going to keep making Star Trek. But they won't eventually, and they're not at the moment because of the strike, which we support. So we you support. reckon that at yeah. some point in the future they won't make Star Trek? Yeah. Well, they did that before. Yeah, but then they did make it. But we didn't know they were going to make it. Oh, that's existential. So you mean that they'll make it regardless of us knowing if they're going to make it or not? Yeah, well, if, like, next year they say they're not going to make it, (laughs) but then the year after that they make it, Mm. we didn't know that, but they still made it. When are we going to get a series between TOS and TNG? The Stargazer years of Picard. The Stargazer years. An Academy series that nobody asked for. Yeah. Oh, well, apparently people have been asking for it for a thousand years, but no one actually has. Yeah. Yeah. I want that. I want the Stargazer years of Picard. Do you? It's easy. Do it. Oh. So so who would play him? Tom Hardy. No, no, you could have someone with hair. Oh. Yeah. Tom Hardy's got hair. Oh, he didn't that one time. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. You He's Bane. He's Bane. Oh. Yes, mm. guys. Good Bane, mate. Oh, he's a very yeah. good Bane, yeah. Anyway, the fight. Five. Yeah. So Riker, get... yep. he hit a panel. When, <laughs> right. When, when the guy jumped into the water. Gonna happen. Oh, yeah, he very did. Upset. Yeah. So that counts. Yes. yes. He hit a panel. Yes, he hit it. Dude, I've hit a panel before. Yeah, but you, if you filmed it and put it in an episode of Star Trek, you'd get wolf points too. 
I'd be happy to, I'd be so happy to see you in an episode punching a panel. And a okay. bike panel. Punching penis. Punching your panel. Oh, that's the best. That is the you're going to punch your panel? It was unplanned. Yeah. Yeah. So Riker punched a panel. Yeah, of course he well, did. He might get a I bet he punched his panel yeah, yeah, when we'll he got back to his room. We haven't done Mornhub yet. Okay. Uh, Troy versus Panic. She was fighting Panics a lot in this episode. She was fighting being, like, a, a having the, the emotion panic. Oh, Picnic. Sorry, I wrote not Panic. She was fighting Picnics. Yeah, no, Panic. I've always fought a Picnic. Troy fought Walter Pierce's M- Empathic abilities. Oh, well done. Yeah. For you saying that. Thank you. I nearly yeah. said emphatic abilities. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, see, I did see, have to qu- slow down a little bit. Doing a podcast with Isaac is like a, it, it, it's like a roller coaster of Englishing. Because you never quite know where it's going. It's also unclear if that's not a compliment at all. Oh, I'm not sure no, if it is. No, no, I'm waiting for my first. Next one. Troy fought jealousy. So um, in this vision, she, fought. She, she just, you know, had an eye with Worf. Mm. And then Worf's going up to the... It ends um, up being Marla Finn, I think. Worf. And, you know, putting his arm around her while they're looking at the... Penises. I'm <laughs> <on> head panel. <laughs> two. Yeah, so she had to fight jealousy. And in the end, of course, Worf and Troy have a fight. Mm. They do. Yes. Yeah. So, but it wasn't a real wolf. It doesn't matter. He it was a real fight in the episode, and he really died. Uh, no, he didn't really die. It wasn't a real really wolf. Real. Oh, so fake wolf fake dying really died. Like just really dying in what we do. Oh, okay. Yeah. You've, you've really up, upgraded the show. Look at it, mate. Look, we're on, we're being filmed. We've got a microphone. We've got this. And, oh. Microphone, look at this. This is quality, okay? It is. You guys, it is good. You guys who are listening to this, this is fucking bloody, you know, this is not the regular shit. No, this isn't straight onto the iPad that we used to do. No, it, apart from the fact that it probably is. No, no, it's, well, I It's know. through the, have you even got you that plugged in? Have you even got it plugged in? Yeah. Mourn hub. If we're going to have fights, we got to have loving. <laughs> oh yes. And if you got to have the wharf. You gotta have the morn. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go for the morn hub yes. now. So similar to the most recent medals we've done there, it doesn't matter how good it was, it just matters that you were there. So for romantic coupling, or indeed it can be more than two, it can be oh. more involved. Mm. Um, we we inve- we study this hard. Hard to see who gets the point. Very hard. Yeah. So did you want me to give it to Riker in the panel? You can remember how he punched the panel? <laughs> oh, yeah, you're going to, to that as a... Yeah, but I mean, it as does a, sound very Mornhub. Riker and the Panel. Yeah. That's the name of my 60s band. Yeah, I'd go see Riker and the Panels. Yeah. yeah. I'm Riker, Riker and the Panels. Riker and the Panels. Um, Worthy? I'm not, not sure really. whether he loved the panel. Do you have to have love? It's oh, just... if you're Riker, you do. Yeah, okay. Well, he does get a point anyway, because him and Lieutenant Cornell Ooh. were having a moment... Yes. ...in, in Ten Ford that mm. Riker interrupted. 
Yes. No, I mean, Worf not, interrupted. Yeah, sorry. yeah. Well, and had that it's not hard to interrupt show. Riker doing romance because he's always doing it. Oh, yeah, so it's easy Like, to do statistically, it. it's yeah. like you're going to inter... If you go and say, hey, Rikes, you want to come over and do... Yeah, oh, sorry, you're on the mic. Hmm. Yeah. I've also got the, that couple that was laughing in the Jeffrey's tube. Um, oh, do you reckon they were a bit? Oh, what are you doing in the Jeffrey's tube? What? Do you, would you like a list? Let me let me ask that question again. What were they doing in the Jeffrey's tube? They were getting um, one hundred points. Let's just say, if I was on the Starship Enterprise, I would be living in a Jeffrey's tube. What's that goes in the Jeffrey's tube? Stays in the Jeffrey's oh no, it doesn't stay in there. It goes everywhere else. Yeah, someone's got to hose out that Jeffrey's tube afterwards, okay? It's probably the same guy that cleans the holodeck. Yeah, yeah. probably. Oh, that guy. Yeah, that guy. It's oh, well, so got Troy and Worf. So oh, yeah, they did have a bit of a... We even had like, the old 1960s noir thing where they, you know, obviously go to bed and mm. cut, cut that scene back to where they are the morning yep. The morning, yeah. yeah. And we just have to fill it in, in our head cannon. Yeah. And yep. you know what? My head cannon's... Oh, pretty guys, random. Stick around for the bonus content. There's one more as well. Worf and Galloway. Galloway? And this is what made Troy jealous. Right. Is that they got together, they were laughing and, and kissing, and that's when she, she shot him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Worf gets two points this week. That was Worf, weird. Worf was more Riker than Riker this week. He was, he was mega Riker. Mm. Yeah. Excellent. We give these ideas out for free, guys. I know. Yeah. Thank you. Well, I'd, I'd watch Star Trek Mega Riker. Oh, Mega Riker. <laughs> like Godzilla? Yeah. Mega Riker versus Godzilla? Hmm. How good would that be? Like just a giant mechanical Riker yeah. versus Godzilla? Yeah. Or versus Q? Or no. the pac Versus Godzilla. Okay. Oh, Don't yeah, change my idea. No, no. Sorry, mate. Yeah. He's like... Fucking, I don't know what I was thinking. I'm what the fuck are you on about? I am on about the line of the episode. The best line of the episode. Oh, now the line of the episode. I love this. Be- Why do you like it? Well, no, I love this segment. Oh, thank you. Because um, I don't have to do shit mm. about it because... This guy is a legend and he takes notes on the episode and he gets to lay out, like, lines of the episode that I'm like, oh, yeah, someone said that. That was really cool. So, smash me. So one for the Bev heads. Dr. Crusher says, but what does it all mean? (laughs) That's, really? That, That was up there. Really? That was up there. That's not great. Should have they used a saucer separation? Well, guys, strap yourself in, particularly mm. if you wear Data and sometimes Wesley sits at the front of the ship. Put your seatbelts on, guys, mm. because we're in for a bumpy road. This segment is where Andrew watches the episode and decides how a saucer separation would have improved this episode. <laughs> now, TNG did it three times, but maybe they could have done a fourth in Eye of the Beholder. Maybe they could have done it about 147 times. They didn't, did they? Like, they literally had the perfect 
plot point of any episode. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? This episode, I, I had a lot of trouble working out whether a saucer separation oh, would have improved it. actually improved it. Yeah. Because it's like, well, maybe, maybe if Picard had have heard that Troy's seeing these visions and thinks some dude killed himself, what if they separate the ship to work out which part of the ship it happened in? Right. So to, get, to narrow it down a bit. Yeah, narrow it down. Yeah. Because we were talking before we filmed this that there's a potential that the source of separation was the cause of the, the dying, that maybe when it connected back together it squashed them. Oh, Yes. It could have that could have well that could have happened because no one ever really establishes what happens to the conduits and the. What if you're just standing there? What if you just, just bang? Yeah. Fucking saucer oh, just thanks, smacks on your head, yeah. and you're like, dude, I was climbing up there. It's not like Jean Luc to separate the saucer yeah. and put it back afterwards. Yeah, but but no, seriously, what if you were just climbing up to do some painting or something? Cleaning. Oh yeah, dusting. Yeah. If you were just dusting, and then a fucking saucer just lands on your head. It's like, a good day. geez, that would be shit. Yep. So I couldn't really, I couldn't get my head around where the saucer section would actually help this so episode. So it wouldn't have been improved then by a saucer I don't think so. It's a perfect episode just the way it is. And speaking I didn't of perfect say that. episodes, thank you for watching this episode of Unplanned and Trek. This this is um this has been an absolute pleasure, you know, just sort of sitting around on a beanbag. Talking about Trek with my man. Having a beer. Yeah, that's what we do. That's what we do on a Sunday morning. <laughs> it's great. Um, look, um, please hit us up on Twitter, Unplanned Trek, Isaacly, Hogan Nerd. Just we'd love to hear from you guys. And um, there's going to be some big news soon from this show. Do I know it? Oh. Am I going to have a baby brother? Ah, you wish. <laughs> no, there's, um, and look, stay tuned because seriously, there's going to be some absolutely big news from this show. Good and times ahead, guys. At, only positive. And I'm really, really stoked by that. So don't say this. No! Instead, say this. Yes! <laughs> Live long and, and prospect. Pro- Wow, guys, I had no idea that you'd be able to do an episode on... Eye of the Beholder. So well, I just figured you'd fuck it up. Uh, and, and Isaac, your take on... Discussion about Beverly and ghosts... Was amazing. Uh, and Andrew, oh my God, when you talked about... Cleaning up a Jeffrey's tube. I, uh, it's just like, we're riding a money train. A money train all the way to the money bank, the Hollywood money bank, which is where I transact because I'm a Hollywood jagoff. I'm very excited about this, guys. I'm very excited. So keep the jokes coming. Uh, keep the content rolling. Uh, watch out on your uh, uh, social media for the next unplanned track challenge from me, Hollywood producer Mark Cartier, producer of the Shuttle Pod Show. Back to work. <laughs> I knew I'd bet on the right horse. It's just not what you'd expect. That's because it's unplanned trick. Unplanned trick. Hello, and thank you.
Thank you for listening to Unplanned Trek. This show is written by Isaac Brown and improvised by Andrew Hogan. Part of the Trek and Trekkers network of podcasts, executively produced by Mark Cartier, Dominic Keating, and Connor Trinity. This is Bruce Horak, and you are listening to Unplanned Trek. You can find links to other episodes and merch at unplannedtrek.com. I'm Olivia Youngers, who plays Ensign Riggs, who is resting until her next duty assignment. Hear me talk about all of that on Unplanned Trek. Follow our socials on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or write to us at hello at unplannedtrek.com. Hello, everyone. I'm Bonnie Gordon from Star Trek Prodigy, and you're listening to Unplanned Trek. Live long and prosper. Wrestling papers, wrestling papers. Oh, I didn't give you the metronome. There we go. All right. I the beholder. Clap. Hello and welcome to Unplanned Trek. I got nothing. Oh, do you? Yeah, I probably should have thought of something. It was, it was a good start. It was a good it was, one. It was very promising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll try that again. Okay. Uh, hello and welcome to Unplanned Trek, the show that did not die by getting killed by a bowl of black goop. Closer. We're going to need to edit that. No, that, that, that's going to go on the end of this episode. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, 